Hello and welcome to the Mostly Media Podcast, where we talk media mostly. Hello, I am your host, Cole Giroux, also known as Jon Snow. Um, I'm in my Halloween costume. I am Jon Snow this year. Um, I can't see. I don't have my glasses on and I did not put my contacts in. Um, it's been a long day. It's been a really long day. So, I guess I'll just quickly run into my weekly recap right now um so janie and i had our last weddings of the year to film and it was a double weekend so we had a wedding on the 27th and 28th of october uh it is still currently the 28th it is uh my watch is under here i can't see it though what time is it it's 11 27 p.m and i am sitting down to film this because, as some of you know, I posted on Instagram that the episode would not be posted on Friday this week. It's on Sunday, Sunday the 29th. And I, I need to get it done because the 29th, Janie and I are hosting a Halloween party at our house, which uh, we did last year. We're going to start a little annual tradition here. Uh-huh. Um, so I need to get this done so I can edit and post this. So here we are, late, in my Jon Snow costume about to talk about some movies once again we're talking about movies i think every single episode this month has been about movies we had no it hasn't okay we had horror horror movies and we had bob's burgers halloween movies or movies episodes bob's burgers halloween episodes then we had stop motion horror and then this is was there only four this month four episodes right i think so so here we go so today we're talking about classic halloween films since this is our first year of the podcast i really wanted to hit top like broader more broad topics um so we're just talking about like classic halloween movies like it, the ones that just popped in your head are probably the ones that is, are going to be on this list so keep that in mind if i missed one don't don't tell me i don't want to know actually i do because then i can talk about it next year maybe but anyway anyway we're gonna get into this bear with me because like as you can see i'm wearing leather gloves i can barely scroll on my computer well i can barely scroll as it is without gloves but with gloves it takes like 400 hours to get done so before we really get in here i'm going to i'm just Stick my glasses on so I can see much better. I can actually see. I Like, I can see the the screen of the camera so I know what's going on. It was just blobs. I could just see a big black blob in the middle of the frame, which is my, which is me, Jon Snow. Um, and that was it. So now I can see. So we're going to skiddly doo doo into this because I, I don't know the exact number of movies we have. I think we have around around 15 maybe if i if i would just take a guess so we're gonna get into this so classic halloween films um give me a second i'm trying to scroll down and i can't because of the gloves okay so we're gonna start with a, a little introduction like we do with most episodes so each year in the late month of september when halloween is in the air there are a few choice movies that i personally like to watch um, specific movies that have a deep plot point that's connected to Halloween or films that have a general spook factor similar to how we did with the um, the stop-motion horror movies. Also, sorry if you can hear my like leather moving in the mic. I talk with my hands, as you probably know, and my mic's here, so I don't know if you can... I don't know if you can hear that or not, so I'm sorry if you hear squeaking. So... Uh, we are going to be avoiding, like, horror movies, because obviously we talked about that previously in the month, as well as stop-motion films, because, as well, we talked about those. So we're not talking about Nightmare Before Christmas, we're not talking about any of those classic horror movies, Halloween, nothing like that. We're talking about just, like, classic, live-action, non-horror movies. Kind of, you'll see where, where I'm going here. Okay. So we're going to start on this and previously on, um, 
on the stop motion episode, I stated that we were going in chronological order. So like oldest to newest, and we're continuing that here. So we're going to go oldest piece of media to the newest. So we're going to start off really strong here with it's a great pumpkin. It's a it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown from 1966. So as most people know. Sorry, as most people know, when I do these kinds of episodes where I talk about more than one movie, I just give a brief synopsis. Sometimes I write it down myself. Sometimes I get it from Wikipedia. Here, I actually think I got it from Letterbox. I just copy and pasted the Letterbox, Letterbox, the Letterbox blurb that they have when you click on a movie. So we're gonna start here with the Peanuts. So this classic, I just heard a knock. Sorry, this classic Peanuts in quotes. I don't know why it's in quotes, probably because that's the name of the franchise. Uh, Peanuts Tale focuses on the thumb-sucking, blanket-holding Linus and his touching faith in the Great Pumpkin. When Linus discovers that no one else believes in the creature, he sets out to prove that the pumpkin's no myth by spending the night alone in a pumpkin patch. This is Halloween. I saw a TikTok a few weeks ago, maybe like two weeks ago or so, that was just like a deep dive into how the the score of this like I don't want like this film it's a short film kind of because it's like I want to say like 20 30 minutes something around there um how the music just encapsulates like like the perfect fall feeling and I'm sure most people know that because like it is one of the most listened to pieces of fall music out there like when you think like fall music you think of like that the classic i don't remember the name of the song i literally have posted it on my story on instagram two times in the last week but you know what i'm talking about uh everybody knows what this is everybody knows what i'm talking about we're gonna leave it at that it is like classic upon classic of halloween media that's all i really have to say here Moving on, if I could really get my fingers to work, we have the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is kind of why I said we're straying away from no horror movies, because this is technically a horror movie, but I put it on this list because it's not like the horriest of horror movies. Like, it's not gory. It's not really scary. It's just a great time. Okay. Sweethearts Brad and Janet, stuck with a flat tire during a storm, discover the eerie mansion of Dr. Frankenfurter, a transvestite scientist. As their innocence is lost, Brad and Janet meet a houseful of wild characters, including a rocking biker and a creepy butler. Through elaborate dances and rock songs, Frankenfurter unveils his latest creation, a muscular man named Rocky. So, if you're like me, your first introduction to this media was the Glee episode about Rocky Horror when they were putting on the musical. First off, who in their right mind, Will Schuster, thought that putting on a production of Rocky Horror in a high school was like anywhere near acceptable? Mind-boggling. Um, anyway, I finally, I think in 2021, decided it's time I watched this movie. I've heard it's like so many good things about it. So I finally sat down and watched it and I was not disappointed. I think I gave it a five star on letterbox. Cause it's so good. The music slaps Tim Curry. Do I need to say more? It's just so good. And like, it is one of the horniest, most sexual movies I've ever seen. But not in, like, a gross way. Like, when you think, like, oh, it's just all about sex, some people are like, ooh, who needs to see that? It's a good movie. Like, I highly recommend Rocky Horror Picture Show. Amazing. I want, I don't know if I'm brave enough to do it yet, but to go see it in a theater when they do, like, the live performance along with it, I'm scared. But, like, I feel like it's something you have to experience in your life. So, moving on. Like, we're starting off here, like, banger after banger after banger, Charlie Brown, Rocky Horror, Ghostbusters. Number three, Ghostbusters, the 1984 cult classic. 
So after losing their academic posts at a prestigious university, a team of parapsychologists goes into business as proton proton pack-toting ghostbusters uh, who exterminate ghouls, hobgoblins, and supernatural pests of all stripes. I don't know if that's lingo that I just don't know of. It's from Letterboxd. Um, An ad campaign pays off when a knockout cellist hires the squad to purge her swanky digs of demons that appear to be living in her refrigerator. This is amazing. Like, I feel these last two are just campy fun. If you know me, I love a good campy fun movie. It's amazing. It's not like the campiest of campy, but like, it's got that subtle, it's got a subtle little of camp into it and i love that sigourney weaver a plus so good this movie so good i honestly don't think i've seen the second one because the first one is just too good like they're never going to be able to top it so i think they should have just stopped there i don't know i need to go on a deep dive of the rest of the ghostbusters franchise sue me sorry anyway so good up next we have Clue. So I tried to watch all these or rewatch all of them before I sat down to film this. This is one that I wasn't able to rewatch. I have seen this film before, but I was not able to rewatch it before I sat down to film this, unfortunately. I think there's two or one, one or two other ones on here that I didn't, I wasn't able to get to before I watched, before I filmed this. But that being said, this movie is still great. I said some. I said that the last two were campy. This camp of the century knocked their camp socks off. This is the campiest movie ever. It is so good. Clue finds six colorful diner, diner, dinner guests gathered at the mansion of their host, Mister Brody, Bodie. Sorry, uh, who turns up dead after his secret is exposed. He was blackmailing all of them. Uh, with the killer among them, the guests and Bodie, ch- and Bodie's chatty butler must suss out the culprit before the body count rises. So as most can confer, if, if you haven't seen this, this is a movie based upon the very popular board game, Clue. So everybody has the same names, kind of. And it is just so good. The movie has three separate endings. So I think when this first came out, it's from 1985, when they were first releasing this, like you didn't know which ending you were going into seeing. And I love that. That just took the camp factor times 20. So good. I won't reveal who the three different killers were at the end, but like if you watch, I think it's on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime. If you watch it, you get to see three separate endings. You get to see them all. But I'm not, I'm pretty sure when this first released, you were surprised with what the ending was. And that's what you thought, unless you heard differently. So good. The the marketing, like the mind marketing they did beforehand for this movie. It's like, should be studied. So good. Next up, another campy fun classic. <laughs> Sorry. Beetlejuice. Like I keep saying these are like fun classics. That's the whole point of this episode. They are classic Halloween movies. I just keep restating that. Anyway, Beetlejuice, thanks to an untimely demise via drowning, a young couple end up as poltergeists in their New England farmhouse, where they fail to meet the challenge of scaring away the insufferable new owners. This is one run-on sentence. I thought there was going to be a period somewhere in there. There hasn't been so far. Um, They're new insufferable owners um, who want to make drastic changes there's the period finally (laughs) in desperation the undead newlyweds turn to an expert fright meister but he's got a diabolical agenda of his own beetlejuice like i said this is camp after camp after camp after camp that's a i love a good campy halloween movie if you can't get that from this list you don't get it sorry this is oh i hit the mic sorry This is such a good film. The musical, I haven't seen it. The music, though, hits. I don't know. Sorry. But I remember being terrified of this movie as a child. 
Like, obviously, who wouldn't be when they have those weird, long, distorted faces? But after rewatching it when I was, like, in my teens, fell in love. Literally one of my first favorite, like, close-to-horror movies I ever probably watched. Love it. Up next, we have The Addams Family. And I will say this right now, I am not including The Addams Family values on this list just because I don't think I have duplicates of the same thing. Like, I know it's it's still, it's a continuation, but, like, there's other movies on this list that have, like, sequels or counterparts to it that I did not include because I just wanted a one, one and done kind of thing. So the Adams family, when an evil doctor from 1991, I want to say that, I don't know why, but I'm, I am, uh, when an evil doctor finds out Uncle Fester has been missing for 25 years, he introduces a fake Fester in an attempt to get the Adams family's money. Wednesday has some doubts about the new Uncle Fester, but the fake uncle adapts very well to the strange family. Ooh, my legs sleep. Sorry, sorry. I laugh when my legs asleep. Um, I watched this movie when I was painting my garage. If you watched the past few episodes, you kept hearing me say, I've been painting my garage. I finished painting my garage. I literally was watching this while I was painting, and it is not what I remembered it. I haven't watched it in a few years, and it is... Okay, this is probably the first movie on this list I'm not, like, swooning over. Just because I've seen... I saw this one so much as, like, a teen and a child. It's, like, grained in my brain. But obviously not that much because I forgot some of it. But it's still good. Like, the whole plot point of the first movie being that Fester isn't the real Fester. Completely forgot about that. I guess I just watched Adam's Family Values more. Which I believe is the superior film. We will save that for another day, though. This it's a good movie. It is a good Halloween classic. I will give it. I will give it its flowers. It deserves its props. The movie is good. It's good. Up next, we have the one that everybody foams at the mouth for, Janie Wink Wink. If you know who I'm talking about, that's an inside joke. <laughs> Hocus Pocus, the 1993 film that everybody like is orgasming over to this day. After 300 years of slumber, three sister witches are accidentally resurrected in Salem on Halloween night, and it is up to three kids and their newly found feline friend to put an end to the witches' reigns of witches' reign of terror once and for all. I will okay, okay. If you can't tell, I have I have qualms with this movie. Yes, Hocus Pocus is a fine film it is good for children and i understand the people that are like ogling over this movie to this day are the people that watch this as a child and like loved it are you at the door janie okay. oh okay in the bag say say hi to everybody hello hello everybody bye janie what was i saying they're the people I think this is where I started. They're the people that like watched it as a child and like they're holding on to that nostalgia. I understand that. But this movie is not that good. <laughs> like, I don't know why you need to have 17 tumblers of this in your house. Like, slow down on the cups. You are fully falling into capitalism, sweetie. Calm down. Sorry. As I'm sitting here with a costume fully made, bought from Amazon products. Like, I have no room to talk. Sorry. But it's just, it's gotten out of hand. Sorry. And I understand it's been 20 years. It is the 20-year anniversary of this movie. But, like, it's not that amazing. It's a very basic plot. It's it's very obvious what's going to happen in the end. I understand that it's the witches and they're it's campy and fun. But it's just, it's not my favorite movie on this list. And I'm only talking this bad about it because, like, there's so many better movies that I believe. Like, so many of the other previous movies I would prefer to watch over Hocus Pocus. I still watch Hocus Pocus every year because it does have that good Halloween vibe. I'm going to piss a lot of people off by talking about Hocus Pocus this way. I'm sorry. But it's just not my favorite kind of movie. Oats in the room if you hear something happening over there. Don't. Up next, we have the movie Casper from 1995. 
And this is one I feel like that gets overlooked by a lot of people. Furious that her late father only willed her his gloomy-looking mansion rather than his millions, Kerrigan Crittenden is ready to burn the place to the ground when she discovers a map to a hidden treasure in the house. Uh, But when she enters the rickety mansion to seek her claim, she is frightened away by a wicked wave of ghosts. Determined to get her hands on this hidden fortune, she hires afterlife therapist Dr. James Harvey to exorcise the ghosts from the mansion. Harvey and his daughter, Cat, move in, and soon Cat meets Casper, the ghost of a young boy who's the friendliest ghost you know. But not so friendly are Casper's uncles Stretch, Fatso, and Stinky, who are determined to drive all fleshies away. That was a very long blurb to tell you that this movie is all right. (laughs) But it still gets overlooked. I don't hear enough people talking about Casper. Like, take some of that love for Hocus Pocus and put it to Casper, please. Because Christina Ricci, she's Wednesday Addams. What are you going to say? Come on. Sorry. Up next, we have a bit more of a less kid-friendly approach. I know some of the other ones are not so kid-friendly either, like Rocky Horror, the most sexual movie I think I've ever seen. Um, Ghostbusters, pretty not that kid-friendly. We have Practical Magic. It's still... Oh, I just messed up my freaking Google Doc. I'm sorry. These gloves are stupid. I gotta scroll. Sorry. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh. Practical Magic from 1998. This one, I really only wanted to watch... Because the soundtrack. I I think I said something very briefly about it in a previous episode. The soundtrack for this movie, Stevie Nicks. You don't need to go farther. It is a witch movie. That's all you need to know. So Practical Magic. Sally and Jillian Owens, born into a magical family. Sorry, my hair. Um, My hair is my face. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. I can't, I can't, (laughs) have mostly avoided witchcraft themselves, but when Jillian's vicious boyfriend, Jimmy Angelov, dies unexpectedly, wink, wink, uh, the Owens sisters give themselves a crash course in hard magic. With policeman Gary Hallett growing suspicious, the girls struggle to resurrect Angelov and unwittingly inject his corpse with an evil spirit that threatens to end their family line. When I first started this movie, I was very excited, and then I got disappointed. Like, I was like, this movie is real slow, I'm not enjoying it, but then it picked back up at the end when it got kind of more witchy, like, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for, like, a very middle ground of what it started with and Hocus Pocus, (laughs) if that makes sense. Like, Hocus Pocus is like, everyone is like, witch, witch vibe, love the witch vibe, and then Practical Magic started very, very tame, I'll say. But it, it, it got there. I very much enjoyed the film. Up next, we have another one that I feel gets thrown in there with Hocus Pocus. The 1998 film, Halloween Town. And like I said before, we're not talking about Halloween Town, Return to Halloween Town, Halloween Town High. Um, is it, what's the college one? Is that Return to Halloween Town? Or is that the second one? I think the second one's Return to Halloween Town, and then Halloween Town High, and then there's the one about college where they changed Marnie's. And we're not talking about those movies. Okay, so Halloween Town. On her 13th birthday, Marnie learns she's a witch, discovers a secret portal, and is transported to Halloween Town, a magical place where ghosts and ghouls, witches and werewolves, live apart from the human world. But she soon finds herself battling wicked warlocks, evil curses, and endless surprises. I honestly think this is one of my least favorite Halloween Town movies. I know everybody gets so pissed about the Marnie change, um, which I understand. I, like, I don't even believe they asked her back to be in the fourth Halloween Town movie, which is very bad on Disney part. Like, but I honestly think I prefer that movie over Halloween Town one. Like my ranking is probably I really liked the the high school. I really loved Halloween Town High. Don't ask me why. Halloween Town High one, two probably Return to Halloween Town. If that's the the second one, don't quote me on that. I haven't watched that one yet. 
I, I have watched it before. Don't get me wrong. I just haven't watched it recently. Then we have the college one. Might be Return to Halloween Town. I don't know. And then Halloween Town. Like, I think it's my least favorite out of the franchise. Sorry. Sorry. It's just not that great. It's good. Like, it, it has the nostalgia factor. This is one that I grew up with. But it's not, like, my favorite thing in the world. However, up next we have the one that I did grow up with. Oh, I just hit the mic severely. This is one of my one of my favorite movies from a child. It is not a good movie. Like it kind of it kind of sucks. But like it was my childhood, like Halloween childhood. It's oh, I don't know what to say about it. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's The Little Vampire, the 2000 film, The Little Vampire. Tony, who wants a friend to add some adventure to his life. Wait, Tony, who wants to add... Wait, I'm so sorry. Tony, who wants a friend to add some adventure to his life. What he gets is Rudolph, a vampire kid with a good appetite. The two end up inseparable, but their fun is cut short when all the hopes of the vampire race could be gone forever in a single night. With Tony's access to the daylight world, he helps them to find what they're always what they've always wanted. This movie, I remember so heavily from my childhood. It is, like I said, one of my favorite childhood movies. I watch this every Halloween, basically. I don't know. I don't have a good memory of my childhood, but I remember watching it a lot. And I just loved it for some reason. But I watched it a few days ago. The acting, so bad. One of the worst acting performances in the world overstatement but like it's so cringy like just seeing tony and rudolph speaking in some of the scenes it's like who wrote this who wrote this script this is not enjoyable to watch like i'm coming for whoever wrote this script and let these kids do this mockery of their careers here here's some asmr for you oh that sucked There it is. That's the one. I got this little dagger for my uh, for my costume. I also have a 40-inch sword against the wall. Sorry. Okay. Love the little vampire. Acting sucked, though. Up next, we have... I, I don't know. If, am I really going to say this? Am I, gonna, am I about to say this? Probably my favorite movie on this list. Sue me. Zoomy, sorry. Okay, we have the 2002 film Scooby-Doo. Now, if I said that to you and you didn't go, <gasps> you can stop watching. You can stop watching the, the podcast now. Bye, sorry, I don't need you here. This is cinema, camp, movie, film, magic, amazing. Insert clip of Lady Gaga. The Mystery Inc. gang have gone their separate ways and have been apart for two years until they each receive an invitation to Spooky Island. Not knowing what the others have also not knowing that the others have also been invited, they show up and discover an amusement park that affects young visitors in very strange ways. This is the best live action film to ever be made. Disney can stop. Like this movie will knock every other live-action movie out of the park. Beauty and the Beast, eh. Rapunzel, eh. Snow White, eh. The Little Mermaid, eh. Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. This one will do it every time. Not the ones that are from like 2014 or something. Those ones, don't sign me up. Do not sign me up for that. Sorry. Bleh. Haley Kiyoko, I'm so sorry. Your music is good. I also need to say, I'm a big fat liar. <laughs> I'm a very big fat liar. Because the next movie on this list is uh, Scooby-Doo 2. Is that the name of the film? Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. I think this is the only sequel I have on this list. Because you can't watch Scooby-Doo, the live-action 2002 film, Without talking about Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, the 2004 live-action film with Freddie Prince Jr., Matthew Lillard. Um, I, I'm blanking on other people's names. <sighs> the 
the two girls. What are their names? Sarah Michelle Geller. And then Velma. She's literally one like one of the best actresses in the world. Meryl Streep tease. Um anyway. Anyway. When Mystery Inc. Our guests of honor at the grand opening for the Coolsville Museum of Criminology, a masked villain shows up and creates havoc before stealing the costumes of the gang's most notorious villains. Could it be their nemesis, mad scientist Jonathan Jacobo? Oh, I should have finished the sentence. Could it be their nemesis, mad scientist Jonathan Jacobo has returned and is trying to recreate their deadliest foes? And that's the blurb? Iconic. This movie is iconic. Sorry. So good. Such a good film. Like, first, Scooby-Doo from 2002, the live-action movie, had to blow every other live-action movie out of the park. And then Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, had to blow every other sequel to any movie ever out of the park. You can't tell me these movies aren't good. If you look at me and tell me these movies aren't good, again, gone. You can leave. Get out of my podcast. I don't want you here. Anyway, sorry. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Moving on. We have The Haunted Mansion. The 2003 one, not the 2023 one. I haven't seen that one. This is the first year I've ever watched The Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. I've never seen that movie before and I finally watched it this year. Workaholic Jim Evers and his wife slash business partner Sarah Evers get a call one night from a mansion owner, Edward Gracie, who wants to sell his house. Once the Evers family arrives at the mansion, a torrential thunderstorm of mysterious origins strands them with the brooding eccentric Gracie, his mysterious butler, and a variety of residents, both seen and unseen. I feel like this is a very easy movie. Like, it it played it kind of safe, in my opinion. However, I don't know if they, like, re-edited parts of the movie or, like, revamped it or in some way, re-released it. The special effects are so good for 2003 standards. Like, they, they're so good, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it was remastered or some something like that. The effects were great. I will have to give it its props, even though it is eight. Decent movie at best. I'm coming untied. Sorry. my I got little wristlets and they're coming untied. Next we have the 2005 film Twitches. How many more do we have? Oh, we only have two more movies here. We have Twitches from 2005. Twins separated at birth. Cameron, I almost said Carmen. Cameron and Alex meet by chance for the first time on their 21st birthday and discover they're witches with the power to save their homeland of Coventry from the evil that threatens it. But when Cameron leaves Alex to face the darkness alone, will Coventry be doomed? Or will the sisters multiply their magic by standing together? Oh my gosh, this film is so good. Sorry. <laughs> it's currently 11.59. I'm sorry. <laughs> this movie is good. I remember from being a child. It is, it's a fine movie. It's nothing crazy, though. However, Disney made Twitches and also Haunted Mansion. The effects in Haunted Mansion, out of this world, mind-blowing. The effects in Twitches, straight ass. Some of the worst special effects for 2005 standards. And I will stand by those words. Lastly, we have the only movie on here that is not live action. We have Monster House, which Janie thought was stop motion. And then she asked, what did she say? Did she say Beetlejuice? She said, oh, that girl. Is Monster House stop motion? No. Oh, is Beetlejuice in what world? In what world? (laughs) Monster House, 2006. Computer animated, whatever. Monsters under the bed are scary enough, but what happens when an entire house is out to get you? Three teens aim to find out when they go up against a decrepit neighboring home and unlock its frightening secrets. This movie 
haunted me as a child. It's so good, though. It's so good for being a cheesy, stupid movie about a house. Like, the act, the voice acting? Good. The animation? Is, is it... I, I want to say it was animated the same way that um, the Polar Express was animated, with, like, the suits. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But I'm pretty sure it, it was the same animated thing of the Polar Express. It's good, though. It's Janie's favorite movie ever. So that rounds off the movies that I have on this list for you. How many was that? One, two, three, four, five, um, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen movies. I had sixteen movies. I was wrong. Okay. I think I said fifteen at first. I was one over. One over. Sorry. The 16 movies on this list have been completed. I think this could be like completely wrong to things I've said in the episode previously, but I think these are all good Halloween watches. Like, yes, I might have my qualms, Hocus Pocus looking at you, but it's still every movie on this list, I would say has a very good Halloween vibe and it is not an essential, but it earns its spot in the Halloween classics like uh rating namesake moving on we have like always rankings and i i'm going to have to take my glove off for this i don't want to oh oh i popped my sleeve thing off too i didn't mean to do that i'm just gonna take both of them off then i thought that would stay on my arm if i took the glove off that feels crazy good (laughs) okay I'm basically half my costume down. We're going to scootily doot 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 into these rankings. I gotta record my screen real quick, sorry. Give me a second. And we are recording. Okay. For once, I don't have to put it on the big screen over here and make the lighting terrible. Ooh, good day for me. (laughs) We're gonna start easy. We're not gonna do, no we are gonna do, actually. Yeah, we're gonna start with the movies. We will start with the movies. Did I make this list? I don't remember. I did make this list. Just just going based off of the names of these categories, I did make this list. Okay, so starting off once again. Oh, wait, just hold on a second. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, we have our scale. Starting off, we have (laughs) makes me want a candy corn real bad. That, of course, is obviously a quote from the amazing Jennifer Coolidge. That's not, it's, it's a misquote. It is a quote of my making, if I do say so myself. Instead of a hot dog, I have replaced the words with candy corn. I think most people got that. I don't, I didn't need to explain it. Okay, next we have, she's a little treat. It's like, she's a little something. She's not like, she doesn't make me want a candy corn real bad, but she's a little treat. Next we have unknown Halloween costume. Cause it's like, there's some kids that will walk up to your house and you're like, I don't know what the, you are. But here's a piece of candy. (laughs) Next, we have sharing your candy. Like, we're getting bad here. Like, I'm not sharing my candy with you. I earned this. I slaved for this candy. I walked house to house. I did labor for this candy. You're not getting any. Last up, we have getting an apple. Because who's giving out apples? Dentists. Who's giving out apples to trick-or-treaters? I don't want an apple. You probably put cyanide in my apple. So... We're out of order here. I'm not even going to try to go in order because I'm not going to remember. So we're going to start here. Practical Magic. Starting off with a movie I finally watched for the first time this year. So Practical Magic, I... Okay, I'm I'm going to put it in Unknown Halloween costume. But that's only because there are other movies on this list I prefer heavily over this one. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. The soundtrack is amazing. Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, can't go wrong. But there's other movies on this list I would 100% watch over Practical Magic if I could. Okay, next up we have Halloween Town. I think I'm going to put it in the same thing under Practical Magic. Because I think Halloween Town has been kicked a little too hard. Like, kicked a little too hard. It's been... Like, you're kicking a dead horse. I don't need to see it any more times. I probably will, but I don't need to. I have it memorized, basically. They need to get the stuff and save the town. Okay. 
Next up, oh, oh, we're good. Oh, oh, oh. We got Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two. I'm gonna put these together because it is the sequels that I have, the one sequel I have on here. Makes me want a candy corn real bad. And I'm gonna say that for both because they're honestly same caliber. They are on the same caliber. They are so amazing, so good. Once again, if this is your last warning, if you don't like these films, get out of my podcast. Leave. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Next, we have Monster House. I think I'm gonna put Monster House, and she's a little treat because I, I personally do enjoy Monster House. I don't watch it that often, but it does. It's very effective. It's good animation. It has a good story. It's unique. It's fun. It's whatever. It's a little treat. Next, we have The Little Vampire. This one I'm conflicted about because I don't know really where I want to put it. It is one of my favorite childhood Halloween movies. But it re- like I said, the acting. The acting's not that bad. It's the it's the the script. They really shot themselves in the foot with this script. It's not that good. Oh, I I'm going to put in sharing your candy just because it has its faults doesn't mean it's not enjoyable to me. I can still love this movie and say it is bad okay okay just need to need to put that out there next we have it's the great pumpkin charlie brown um i'm gonna put this in makes me want a candy corn real bad because it is some of the most effective halloween media in the in the world currently and forever it's so good you cannot go wrong with a holiday peanuts film next up we have rocky horror picture show which i i i fully agree with you that you're yelling at me to put it in makes me want a candy corn real bad. It is such a good movie. It's so good. If you have not seen this movie and you are of um, an age to watch this movie, you really should. It's so good. It's really good. Next, Ghostbusters. This one, I'm once again conflicted about. Oh. Okay, wait. I'm going to do some rearranging. Okay, I'm, I'm rearranging. I'm going to put The Little Vampire in getting an apple. My my statement still stands. I still love this movie. It's just not good. I'm moving Halloween Town to sharing your candy. <laughs> Ghost Busters. I think I'm going to throw it and choose a little treat, but above Monster House. Because I love Ghostbusters. The vibes of Ghostbusters is just so good. I don't think the ghost sex was necessary. But like, I love this film so much. So good, so good. Next up, we have Clue, which I think I'm going to put in the same category, again, above Monster House, because it is, it's so fun. It's so good. I'm going to Tim Curry. All you need to say, really. If Tim Curry is in the movie, you know it's going to be good. Sorry. Sorry. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Next up, we have Beetlejuice. I'm really getting conflicted here, because these are so many good films, one after the other. But I'm I'm really getting too heavy with the the top two categories. I'm gonna put it in she's a little treat. I'm gonna put it above Clue because I do love Beetlejuice. I've seen it way more than Clue. So good, so good. The Adams Family. Ha! Uh, unknown Halloween costume under Practical Magic. Cause it it it's a classic. It it earned its rank in classic. I will say it. Hocus Pocus. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it in unknown Halloween costume. I'll do I'll do a I'll do some damage control here, okay? I it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It it deserves its place as a Halloween classic. Disney did a good job with this movie. It's a good story. It's nothing original, but it's good. I I have to give it its props. I understand that, okay? Calm down. It's okay. I don't I don't hate you because you like this movie. Okay. Moving on, we have Casper. I kind of feel the same way about this one as the little vampire. Like the script ain't nothing really special. It's nothing that great. It honestly, it was a very quick watch. I started it. And it went by in two seconds. I don't know what happened there. But I'm going to put it in sharing your candy. Because I feel like it has a little better script and acting than Little Vampire. 
Okay. And then lastly, we have Twitches, which is going straight up to getting an Apple. Because Tia Tamara, sorry. Great song by Doja Cat. But like the animation, any scene that takes place in Coventry sucks booty whole cheeks. Not good animation, not good CGI. Disney really did something wrong there. I don't have the Haunted Mansion on here. Oh my gosh. Um, so in your brains, just imagine that the Haunted Mansion is on this list. And we're going to throw it in sharing your candy. We're going to put it in sharing your candy. Okay. You see me. I see you. We're good. We're good. So there. That's my ranking of Halloween classic movies. I just got up out of my chair to restart the camera and my body hurts. Like, oh my gosh. Doing two weddings day like day, day after the other day, I don't know what I'm saying. Not good for the body. Like Janie, I talked to Janie earlier and she said she's doing fine, but like I'm like feeling it. My knees have hurt so bad today. Oh my gosh. Okay. Moving on, I got a little sweet treat for you. Literally, not literally. I have a little ranking here of Halloween candies. So I'm going to try to run through these as quickly as I can because there's a lot on here. There's a lot of candy on here. I'm going to say there's over 100 candies on here. Um, so I'm going to try to quickly go through these and rank them as fast as I can. So for my my criteria here... The ranks, as you can see here, they're, if you're on YouTube, sorry, we have elite and then A, B, C, D. Just, just classic, just a classic ranking scale here. I'm going to go off of not if I like the candy or not, but how much I would enjoy it getting it for Halloween while trick-or-treating. So it's, it's not like completely the same, but it's similar. Yeah. Okay. Starting off very strongly here we have a 100 grand bar i personally will go to my deathbed fighting for this candy bar i think this is my favorite candy bar in the world so this is an elite if you are out there and you are giving out 100 grand bars for halloween i will buy 500 halloween costumes right now and just circle your house on halloween night facts next up we have a three musketeers Okay, here's something I'm going to get off my chest very quickly here. I'm not the biggest fan of like the big, of big chocolate, like Hershey's. I'm, I don't know. There's just something about it, like a Reese's, a Kit Kat, not my favorite. I've never really enjoyed them that much. So I think I'm going to give it, I'm going to throw it in B. It's like starting off with the three musketeers as like a chocolate besides a hundred grand is like, <laughs> I say that a hundred grand is in my elite category, <laughs> but like those big name, like a hundred grand isn't like a big name chocolate, like Hershey's or something, but like, I don't know. Something about it has just always not been my favorite. Next up, it looks like we have an airhead. I feel like an airhead is always a good classic to go with. I'm going to put it in an A. It's doing good. Now almond joy. The children don't appreciate this one like they should. I'm going to throw this in a B. Most people would probably throw that D. But in Almond Joy, don't hate on it. They're really good. Is that a like a like a Red Hot? A Fireball or something? Um, I've never been the biggest fan of cinnamon candy. I'm going to go with C. I'll suck on it if it's the only thing I got left. Like if it's, if, I'm, if it's like February and I'm nearing the end of my Halloween candy stash, I will go for it. But like, yeah. Next time we have a Baby Bottle Pop. I personally wouldn't enjoy getting a baby bottle pop for Halloween. Like, go to Walmart. Just buy it. I don't need to get it for Halloween. Come on now. I'm going to put it in C. Baby Ruth candy bar. Mm. <clears throat> We're going to go... I'm going to go C. Never been the biggest fan of this bar. Never been. Big League Chew, get out of here. D. Instantly D. Get out. Sorry. I don't need... No. No. Sorry. Now, a bit of honey. You give me a bit of honey, I'll be eating that bit of honey all day. It's going in A, sorry. Blow Pops, probably the the least favorite sucker of mine. We're going to go see. <clears throat> I feel like a lot of this is going to fall in that range because it's just like, 
I feel like I'm over my candy phase. I was into candy for a while. I'm not really into it anymore. Bottle caps. Chewing on chalk. No thanks. Butterfinger. D. Good flavor. Flaky as hell. Hard to eat. Nope. Can't. I've never had a candy apple in my life. I've had caramel apples. Candy apple. Cannot say I've had one. Uh, I'm going to put it in D. I'm sure candy apples are great. Don't don't come for me. But getting it for Halloween, you're giving me an apple, but just putting a little bit of candy on it. Grow up. Actually, grow down. You're too adult for me. No. No. Instant no. Sorry. Candy corn? No, not enough people are giving out candy corn for Halloween. A. I'm not a candy corn hater. I love candy corn. Those little chalky Lego blocks. I've never eaten these before. I'm going to put them in B. I'm going to put them middle of the road. I don't know what they taste like. I don't know what the texture. I'm sure it's kind of similar to a bottle cap. But they connect and they're fun. You can build. I love a good Lego set. Sorry. A candy necklace. Mm, D. It's not fun getting a rug burn from a candy necklace string. Just saying. Caramel apple pops, on the other hand. Give me a second. You see this little jar? This sits behind me every episode. We're stocked full with caramel apple pops in this household. We got the red, we got the yellow, we got the green. We got all the flavors. Actually, you know what? Let's get festive here. We're going to pop one out right now. I'll try not to make too many mouth noises. Don't worry. I think the yellow ones are my favorite, but green is always a good classic. I love a good Granny Smith. Don't get me wrong. Oh, next up we got Charleston Chews. Ooh, fun. <laughs> I love Charleston Chews. Okay, I feel like I was going to say this, but I forgot to say it. One thing you'll start to notice about me, I love old people candy. Give me an old people candy, I'll eat it. Give it to me now. I love a good Charleston Chew. I'm going to put it in an A because I prefer the little, little nugget Charleston Chews. The big long ones are okay, but the little nuggets, heaven, heaven. Chips Ahoy, B, never been a big fan. I don't know what a chunky is. I'm going to put it in D. Circus Peanuts, D. Crunch Bar, B. It's fine. Dots. I got mixed feelings about dots. Ooh, this is interesting. Ow, I just hurt my teeth on this sucker. Dots, not the pretzels. The pretzels are good, though. Y'all ever heard of a Dots pretzel? If you're in the Midwest, you probably have. They're good. <laughs> that's candy we're gonna put in b now who what rich neighborhood mother effer is handing out a dove chocolate bar you must make a billion dollars a year to be handing this candy out damn i'd love to get a dove candy bar for halloween Jeez, double bubble that's a good classic Flavor lasts two seconds. I'll chew 20 pieces of that gum in two minutes. Don't worry. Uh, dum-dums? Now, dum-dums for me, if you are if you are from the Midwest, you will know instantly. Dum-dums, the only appropriate place to eat a dum-dum is when you're leaving a big R store. Nowhere else. I'm not eating a sucker anywhere else except for leaving a big R store. So it is going in C. Famous Amos, on the other hand... We're going to put it in A, very low A, because it is far superior than those crusty-ass Chips Ahoy cookies. The flavored Tootsie Rolls, mm, if it was just the vanilla ones. If you if you haven't had a vanilla Tootsie Roll, get a new life. The fruity ones, pfft, ass. We're going to put that in B, just because I see one vanilla one right there in the front. You see it right here if you're on YouTube, that big old blue one right there. I'm eating that up. Next, we have Fun Dip, or I like to call it Cocaine for Children. We're going to put that in C because I never enjoyed it. Gobstoppers, break your teeth, D. Now, a good and plenty is going in D, but above Big League Chew because I like black licorice. Sue me. Gummy Worms, A, good. These pumpkin Halloween-shaped pretzels, D. Nope. I hate a plain pretzel. I need I need a dip. I need it covered in something. I can't do a plain 
crusty pretzel unless it's those really thin long ones not the rods the sticks mm-hmm haribo gummy bears okay aiden look in the lens right now i'm looking at you aiden haribo's not that great <laughs> they're fine don't get me wrong they're just not they're too hard the texture's not there. Sorry. Sorry, Aiden. Nolan, can you give Aiden a hug for me? I, I'm I, I'm apologizing right now, too. Sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. We're going to go B for Aiden. It would go C, but for you, Aiden, I'm, I'm going to raise it for you. Okay? Don't worry. Heath bars. I have the same feelings about Butterfingers. I love I love Heath if it's like break broken up in something. Like, put a Heath in a cookie, I'll eat it. A plain Heath bar, I'm not breaking my teeth on that. I'm sorry. Um, Hershey's, Hershey's cookies and cream. Sorry. Hershey's cookies and cream. I think I'm going to go a hi a though. I, this was probably my favorite candy bar when I was a kid, probably my favorite. Next up we have Hershey's kisses. I'm going to go B. It's like my last resort chocolate. If it's there, like I don't, I would prefer something else over Hershey's kiss, but a, a Hershey's milk chocolate bar. C hi C. Because, like, everybody knows Hershey's is, like, a, a fine chocolate. But, like, I think there's something different in the kisses than the bar. The kisses are better than the bar. Now we have a Hershey's. What is that? A Hershey's dark. Gross. I like dark chocolate. Hershey's dark chocolate, don't hit. We're putting it in C, low C. Hot tamales. I feel the same way about the fireballs. Never been the biggest fan of cinnamon candy. Cinnamon gum, though? I'll do that every day. Hubba bubba bubble tape. It's so fun to say. Now that's better than the double bubble. But I don't think I'd, I would like to get it for Halloween. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go see. Mid C. Mid C. Icebreakers. Now that's just an insult. If you're giving someone icebreakers for Halloween, you're telling them they stank. They got stinky breath. <laughs> Next up, we got Jawbreakers. I think I'm going to throw that in next to the Gobstoppers because it's the same thing. I don't need it. Sorry. Jelly Belly. A jelly Belly. I don't know. I'm going to put it in B. It's a, safe, it's a safe choice. It's a safe Halloween candy choice. It's safe. Jolly Ranchers. 2014 overhyped candy. But like, it's got some good flavors. We're going to go B. I'm going to say again, it's a safe candy. I'm going to move the, the Lego chunks down to C. Sorry. Okay. What is this? Juicy Drop Pops? I have the same feelings about that as I do with the Dove chocolate bars. Who's handing this out? How much money do you make per year? Like, damn. Oh, my gosh. Mm, we're going to go B. Junior Mints? <laughs> I'm going to throw it next to the Good and Plenty because who's handing this stuff out for Halloween? I'm sorry. Kit Kat? You're mid C. Crackle, I like you. You're going above the crunch. I love a crackle better than a crunch. Um, Laffy Taffy. I'm a Laffy Taffy apologist. We're going A. I didn't mean to put it that high. Um, We're going to go there. Okay. Lemonhead. Sleeper hit. That's a sleeper hit. I'm going to put it high B. The gummy lifesavers. The lifesaver gummies. They're gone. He, he spoke facts to that one. The hard lifesavers, though. Not the minty ones, the fruities. Um, We'll go see. See. Now, M&M's. M&M is my... They're my exception to the big, the big chocolate. Like Hershey's. This is the form I'll take it in. Give me an M&M. Sorry. That's what I want. Oh, I remember these. I do, is it is it just taffy? I remember getting these, but is it just plain taffy? I feel like I remember enjoying them, so I'm going to put them in A? I don't remember what they are. Or are they caramels? Are they caramels or taffy? I don't remember. But I do remember enjoying them. I do remember that. Mike and Ike. We're going to go B. Kind of next to the Lifesaver gummies. Milk Duds. Last time I had milk duds, I almost threw up in the middle of the Barbie movie. But they're still good. Get stuck in the teeth. B. Milky Way. 
Oh, I'm putting that. Oh, that's better than the three musketeers. I'm moving three musketeers down. Sorry. Hi, Janie. You're still going. I'm almost done. I'm ranking Halloween candy. Where would, where would you throw a Mounds chocolate bar? Mounds? Mm-hmm. Where? It's like a, an Almond Joy, but without the almond. <laughs> She's down. Um, I'm going to put it in C. Uh, Mr. Goodbar, C. N- Necco wafers, D. Nerds ropes. <laughs> We're going to go A. Actually, no, what? No, Elite. Nerd ropes are good. Nerd ropes are good. Now, if it's the nerd gummy clusters, I'm not going to say that in, in public. <laughs> Plain nerds. C or B, sorry. Um, now and later's D. I hated those things. Gum. You're going next to the breath mints. Why did my breath smell? Give me a toothbrush. Why don't you? Payday. I like a good payday some days. I'm going to throw it next to the gummy worms. Peanut M&M's. B. I just got some of those the other day for Halloween. I was at work and I was doing the floors. And the person working the front desk said, I couldn't hear over the machine. And then she threw a bag of peanut M&M's at me and I said, thank you. I needed that. Is this Christmas? Who's who's handing out peppermints? I said I love a good old person candy. I'm not taking peppermints for Halloween. It's going in C. Pez. You might as well give me a dispenser too. I love Pez. Pixie sticks. D. No, thank you. Pop rocks. Now, now we're getting serious here. That is an elite candy. Elite. I have a cat rubbing against my legs right now. Razzles. C. Red vines. We're going A. A. Reese's fast breaks. Nope. Reese's the little cups. No. The big cups. I'll take them. Give me the big cups. We're going in A. Reese's Reese's pieces. Now this is another one. If you take the big candies, big chocolates stuff and put it inside of a candy coating, I'm eating it. Give it to me. Give it to me, please. Yes, thank you. A ring pop. That is elite. Loved a ring pop. Love a ring pop. Rolos. We're gonna go A. So it's, a, it's an easy, it's an easy choice right there. Runts, hard. No thanks. Gonna break a tooth. C. Saltwater taffy. That is an elite candy choice right there. If you're giving me a saltwater taffy for Halloween, thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you. Sixlets. We're gonna go in A. It's similar to the MMs, but they just get stale after a while they're not hitting is that are those skittles i'm gonna go see i've never been a big skittles enjoyer smarties same vein snickers kind of up there with it sour gummy worms on the other cho- on the other hand that's an elite candy choice sour patch kids safe choice safe choice a sour skittles now we're talking now we're talking that's an elite candy choice a sour skittle is an elite candy choice starburst d never liked starburst a sugar daddy. That's an elite candy choice. That is an elite candy choice. Oh my gosh. Raisins. Get out of here with that. Swedish fish. Red 40. No thanks. Sweet tarts. C. No. Oh, a, bl- a Tootsie Pop. Elite candy choice. Elite candy choice. A Tootsie Roll. C. What is that? Toxic waste. I've never had toxic waste. Trident. Get out of here. Sorry. Tropical Skittles. We'll go B. They're better than regular. Twix. B, safe, safe choice. Twizzlers, again, same, safe choice. Uh, warheads, we are going to go A. I love a good Warhead. I know it's the same thing as Toxic Waste. Never had that one, though. <laughs> Werther's Originals, no. <laughs> C, Welch's Fruit Snacks, I'll take it. I'll take a good fruit snack. It's a little switch up. B, oh, geez, <laughs> only three more. A York Peppermint Patty, C, I don't want, I won't want that for Halloween. Whoppers, C, I don't like Whoppers. Sorry, don't, 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 don't look at me. Those wax things, I'm going to put that in A because I loved chewing on the wax afterwards. (laughs) Okay, I tried to get that through that one as fast as I could near the end there. It it got too repetitive, sorry. That was my ranking for Halloween candy. And this is going to conclude our juicy part of this episode, sorry. 
I'm going to try to wrap this up quickly with media of the week and then we're done for Halloween. Oh my gosh, it's went by so fast. So media of the week for me, this is a tricky question that I didn't expect that question. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to say my medias of the week will be. So we drove back from the wedding today. And on the like the whole drive home, basically, I listened to one of my playlists. I think I've said a play two of my playlists in the past. This is this is going up there. It's making the list. We have my playlist. It's oh, it's so bad. It's titled "A Kill Yourself Christmas." It is. It's kind of what it what you think it is. It's a Christmas playlist that I've made on Apple Music, but it's just like sad Christmas music. It's so good. I love Christmas music. I kind of did too much of like the classic Christmas songs. So I made that playlist because it is. Thank you. So good. I love sad Christmas music next. Okay. I'm going to, so the day I'm filming this, it has just been announced that Matthew Perry was found. Um, It was found that he passed away. Um, so I think I'm going to say friends is one of my medias of the week just cause it, I'm not even the biggest friends fan. I started watching it earlier this year and I've really enjoyed it. I, I was a very avid friends hater for the longest time, but it's, it's a good show. So that's going to be my media of the week in, in memoriam for Matthew Perry. Rest in peace. It's very sad. Um, and I think I said last week I was watching Big Mouth try to catch up to watch the new season. The new season came out. I watched it. It was good. Media of the week. <laughs> Honestly, I think it might have been one of my favorite seasons. Is that is that is that scandalous to say? I don't know. And I think that's gonna do me. I think that's gonna do me for media of the week. I'm gonna say those three. Like for real. For real. Oh my gosh. No, but seriously, like Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. I don't, I don't... That's so sad. It's so sad. Okay. This has been the Mostly Media Podcast, where we talk media mostly and rants about Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Sorry. Um, catch us next week, where we are going to be deep diving back into all things fall, kind of skewing away from the Halloween topic, but still keeping it in the fall variety. I hope you'll join us again. Thank you for watching. We have so many socials. Three. YouTube. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, We have a link tree on the Instagram. You can find everything there if you need to. Thank you for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Bye.